You're listening to Reporters and Reported, a podcast from Cardiff University's School of Journalism, Media and Culture. And each episode brought to you by the MA Journalism students of 21-22 will bring you insights and interviews with key people in the industry. We'll examine the challenges, opportunities and threats facing journalism and get tips about the best way to follow a career in the media. This week, it's me, Tane, and Sophie, talking to ITV's Director of News and Current Affairs, Michael Jeremy. Thank you so much, Michael, for the talk today. It was really, really interesting. Um, our first question, I suppose we just want to go back to the beginning. Uh, we found that you actually did student media as, at university. Um, lots of us on the course who are doing the MAJs also did student media. I was just wondering whether you think it's important for young journalists to do this before they start their careers? Is there anything from it that you've sort of taken with you throughout yours? Yeah, I think it's you know great if you've got the opportunity when you're studying to also do some journalism. Um, there are probably more opportunities to do that nowadays than there once were. Um, you, know, you can either get involved in a student website or a newspaper or, or what have you, or set out on your own. The ability of people to you know, blog now or to you know to do journalism on 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 social media is greater than ever before. And I think if you've got that enthusiasm and that desire to tell stories, the earlier you start doing that, the better. And I just wanted to ask, what was it like working as a young trainee at ITN? And what did you do when you sort of first started out in the industry? ITN's got a, a long history of training uh, journalists right back to you know its early days in the 1950s. I worked uh, first at ITN in the mid-1980s. Uh, it was a great organisation to, to, um, to join. There were lots of very experienced journalists that it was possible to, to learn from. Uh, I got an immense, an immense amount of, out of being a trainee at ITN and forever grateful to the, the, the people who organised our training then and the opportunities that the organisation gave me um, and others. Um, I think television news has always been uh, enjoyable and interesting and stimulating place to work. I think that's as true now as it uh, ever was. The ability to tell stories to big audiences, stories that really matter, stories, whether they're international ones or around the UK, um, that you know, it's a privilege to be able to go into people's homes, um, to tell people stories about things that affect their lives. And I think anybody who you know, aspires to be a journalist to produce fair, honest journalism that helps make our democracy a better informed place uh, is doing something that's not only worthwhile, but something that so many people will find that they enjoy. That's really interesting. Obviously, from where you've come from to now, obviously you are now the director of ITV News and you're a lot of in charge of a lot of different journalists. I was wondering, what is your typical nine to five in that job now today, or is it even a nine to five? Yeah, there's you know, not many jobs in journalism are nine to five. Um, you never know when something enormous will, will happen. Um, I, no day of mine is the same. Uh, in some senses, what I see my job as is enabling great journalism um, right across the country on different outlets. We have 18 regional services. We have a network news service that produces big programs um, multiple times a day. We have current affairs, everything from Britain's most watched uh, weekly current affairs program, the tonight program, to in-depth investigations under the exposure brand. And what I try to do is enable hundreds of terrific journalists, hundreds of uh, terrific technicians 
to do their best work. Um, and um, we have a culture in ITV News where uh, people respect each other, work well together, help each other in journalism, and try to deliver to you know, big audiences um, accurate, impartial journalism that, that matters to our audiences and our audiences will find engaging. And in terms of what that means on a daily basis, it could be you know, anything from talking with our regional journalists in Birmingham, as I was earlier this week, to discussing a forthcoming uh, international uh, documentary from Afghanistan. Uh, no two days are the same. Uh, it's a very um, stimulating, interesting job. I work with fantastic colleagues right across the country and internationally. Um, I've had a great career in um, uh, journalism. I've enjoyed every different thing I've done within it. And I'm lucky to work with such a you know, superb team right across the UK. You said the network's commitment, I think I read this somewhere, to impartiality uh, remains sacrosanct. But you, you also acknowledge that it's not always straightforward, given the sort of deepening divides over certain social issues. I wondered if, if you could elaborate on maybe the increasing difficulty you were sort of referencing. Yeah, I'm not sure I would want to make too much of that. You're, you're absolutely right. I was quoted to say that. But I was quoted to say that in response to a question. Mm. Um, is it more difficult than it once was? And yes, it probably is. But it's always been, um, you know, there have always been challenges around maintaining impartiality and people's perceptions of your maintaining impartiality. I think it matters a lot. I think it matters that people can tune into a new service and know that the journalists on it are trying to um, provide factual information, that they're not favoring one side or the other uh, in, in anything that was you know, in a, an unfair way. And when there is so much partial journalism around and when there is so much inaccurate um, information available in the digital world, to have you know, a number of services that um, you know, can compete against each other, if you like, but around which you know that they're striving for impartiality, that they're regulated, that they're accountable. I think those things really matter and that they should be preserved. I wouldn't want to go too far in saying that's more difficult than it uh, was in the past. There's probably, you know, there's probably partly because of social media, there's probably more criticism than there has been historically. I think it's worth listening to intelligent um, criticism, but I think it's also important that news organizations remain confident, robust in their journalism, happy to defend it, but not, you know, not too worried about um, their own shadows, not too worried about being criticized by all directions. In the end, it's the audience that decides um, whether they, they trust something or not. And the evidence is that you know, in very large numbers, people still trust the main public service broadcasters. They trust ITV News. And that trust is hard won and easily lost, which is why I say it absolutely matters that we continue to care about impartiality and continue to seek to ensure it's part of everything we ever produce. At the minute, we're learning a lot about um, running orders and stories you have to keep, sometimes stories you have to drop. We wanted to know what's the most important story? How do you choose what's the most important story for your audience? As in, how does ITV differ? in choosing potentially from BBC or Channel 4 or something like that? There's no absolute scientific method to deciding a running order. It is a judgment. It's a judgment made by a programme editor on the day. And they're seeking to do a number of things. They're seeking to 
give the audience information that's really important and really matters, uh, to engage with an audience and to give viewers things that they are interested in hearing about. And those criteria aren't always the same and sometimes they're slightly in conflict um, with, with, with each other. Uh, and so what leads a program on any given day will obviously depend on what else is around, um, will probably depend to some degree on the, you know, the different judgments that um, uh, different programs might make. So we, you know, we have um, we have a range of programs across the day that won't always decide to have the same uh, lead stories. I would say that ITV News is conscious that we have a large audience, conscious that that's a diverse audience right across the country, that people are interested in stories that affect them, uh, interested in human stories, um, interested in both, you know, both the world at large, um, but also obviously interested in, in things closer to home. And if there's a difference between us and uh, other channels, it's perhaps that, and everybody does this to an extent, but uh, that we do put the viewer at the heart of our thinking. We do ask the question, will viewers find this interesting, relevant to their lives? And that's probably an, a more important factor for ITV News than it is for some other outlets. But it's not the sole factor and exactly what you decide to lead on or to, um, or to put concentration on will always depend on what the nature of the news day is, what stories are around and comparing one with another. I had to ask, so as, you know, as trainee journalists looking to make it in this world, what makes a journalist sort of stand out in such a competitive industry? Is it sort of your ability to find the, the mar marginalised voices? to find sort of your sense of storytelling or um, I was just curious about your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think a sense of inquisitiveness, somebody who wants to ask questions, somebody who wants to find accurate answers to those questions, um, somebody who doesn't give up easily, um, somebody who believes in the importance of accurate information, fairly presented um, to an audience that helps the audience make judgments about society and about their own lives. Um, the good thing is that there's a sort of, you know, a range of journalists. Journalists do things in different ways. And that plurality is a very healthy thing. And I think you don't necessarily want one archetype journalist working in an organisation. You don't want everybody to be the same. So, you know, a diversity of backgrounds, diversity of experience, diversity of thought are all good things. But that desire to ask questions and to provide accurate and fair answers to those questions, I think is a, a common theme. It's interesting you brought up about plurality, like plurality of journalists, because um, I was going to ask actually about um, ITV having journalists like Piers Morgan, obviously, I suppose, historically now, um, but I was wondering about the balance between quality television and journalistic credibility almost, because obviously there are characters like Piers Morgan who are going to bring in views or have viewers have fans who enjoy his opinion on things but then also I suppose the counter argument is sometimes that that can potentially like distract from the news story um so how do you create balance when it comes to sort of broadcast news production if that makes sense yeah I think there's a bit of a distinction between opinion programs and daytime programming um and news and, and current affairs uh, and I think there's much more room in 
those, you know, in, in some of those opinion-based programs for you know, a greater variety of styles. I think within our core news programs and our current uh, 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 affairs programs, I you know, think those you know, core reasonably traditional journalistic um, um, practices that we've um, you know, and, and approaches that we, we, we've talked about you know, remain central to what we do. I just wondered your perspective on where you see the future of news going. Do you see it more hyper-local, slow news, or do you see us having a more potentially American, more polarised news coming in the future? I think for anybody entering the news industry now, this is a really exciting time. Um, the technology enables a richer variety of journalism than ever before. It enables young journalists to um, you know, put their stories out rather than necessarily always having to go through a, a big mediator first. Um, and I think that you know, social media and digital media generally provide an opportunity for a richer range of journalism that can, consumers can find exactly what they're looking for. But I think that big mainstream broadcasters still play an important role. I think that the traditional television news bulletin has got a lot of life left in it. Um, you know, more viewers are watching our big evening news programme than were six years ago. Um, and so that clearly demonstrates that there's an appetite for you know, big news programmes as part of a mixed uh, entertainment schedule. I would regret it immensely if we went down that more polarised route that to some degree you see in North America. I think we're a very different society. I'm not sure that viewers are clamouring for it. Um, I think accurate, impartial journalism matters. I think on the ground reporting matters. Uh, and I very much believe that there's a strong future for that sort of broadcast journalism. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Great pleasure.